Hi, I'm Ryan Kimball, a certified ketogenic fasting health coach, serial biohacker, and personal counselor, and I'm the host of this podcast. On this podcast, we'll interview experts in their field and people at the top of their game, as well as share insights that I've gathered over the years. Thanks for taking some time to be with me today, and let's get right into it. Today, we're going to be talking with Sophie Alexander. And she is the owner and lead practitioner at the Nutritional Wellness Center in Ithaca, New York. And she has worked with clients for many, many years now. She has a master's of science, as well as a background as a nutritional response testing practitioner. And she's going to tell us about what she does and how it works and everything that is in her world. Hi, Sophie. Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being here. Yeah, so thank that you you covered the basics there. I like to refer to myself as a clinical nutritionist and and a nutrition response tester primarily because it's really through the lens of nutrition response testing that I really practice nutrition. I I joke or say that I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine doing the work that I do without the nutrition response testing at this point. It was a very, I won't go into lots of detail, but it was a very personal journey that led me to doing this work and just my own struggles with my health. And when I went back to school for nutrition, I found it was very disassociated from each person's individual experience. And that's a lot of protocols or references to look for, but not getting really a deep dive into what is the individual struggling with and how to target what nutrition is correct for them. And so I pair like working with people one-on-one doing diet coaching, diet customization with the technique of nutrition response testing to customize what targeted supplementation they need to really address nutritional deficiencies and ways that organ systems are struggling. Perfect. Awesome. That makes a lot of sense. Specifically today, we're going to be covering stress and fatigue and how you work with people and how that is a part of your practice and everyday basis. And now how would you describe stress and how it is linked with fatigue and how it affects people? Yeah. So it's, it's one of the number one complaints that people come in with. I think everyone deals with stress in some form or another. It, it manifests differently for people. I think of stress as any that's causing disruption in your, in your life, in your body. So a yeah. lot of people think of the term stress as, oh, I'm stressed because I'm unhappy or overwhelmed at work, or I have, my kids are driving me crazy and I've just got too much to do. And, and for sure, we are all dealing with a lot, but I also think of stress as internal factors, like what is stressing internal functioning of certain organ systems and body systems. And I see in my work, uh, both, I see like really stressed livers or stressed systems because of the amount of pesticides we get exposed to in the United States, as well as people in a, in a real state of overwhelm. And most people, when they come in for an initial assessment with me, like fatigue is very high on the list. People are just tired. And, uh, and so addressing that is, is often in a number one. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I've definitely seen that around as well. I'm sure we've all experienced it. So in addressing that and taking up stress and fatigue, what are some of the first steps that you find from all your experience and knowledge are effective in helping people? Yeah. So at first it's, it's some basics of things that I, I consider really foundational to restoring 
better balance in the body. And, and that can be some really dietary basics of reestablishing blood sugar balance is one of, is one of the number one things. Okay. A lot of fatigue and a lot of the stress response comes from unhappy adrenal glands. So you know, the adrenal glands are these little walnut shaped glands that sit on top of our kidneys and they produce our stress hormones, our cortisol, our adrenaline, and they also regulate blood sugar and blood pressure. And the first step of starting to help those adrenal glands do a bit better and handle everything that, that the body is bombarded with is, is reestablishing blood sugar balance. And that for many people, it's reducing the amount of refined carbohydrates, sugars they have in their diets and starting to put back in nutrient dense food. So getting in more protein, getting in good, healthy fats and getting those in like early, like early in the day, the first thing that they break their fast with, whether that be at, at typical breakfast time or, or later in the day. Sure. Nice. Yeah. I love to hear about that balancing sugar. So intimate to what I do with people and what I found to be effective. So that's very, very cool. Yeah. yeah so that's one, one of the, the yeah, first things I do with people when, when starting to look at their, their diet and it can take different forms with different folks. Some people, they already have the sugar on the lower end or the refined carbohydrates on the lower end, but they're just not, they're still eating oatmeal or cereal for breakfast or muffins, but other people, it's, it's a complete overhaul. Like they're just really having to get off the, the sugar bandwagon. Yes. Yes. The sugar train that the country's addicted to the world's addicted to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now understood on that. And then let's say you're working with somebody and they do that and they're still feeling some stress and fatigue physically, and they want to dig a little deeper. What are the other tools that you use to, to help them? Yeah. So as I mentioned earlier, I, I pair the nutrition response testing with, with dietary consultation. And so nutrition response testing is a, a way of getting feedback from the nervous system of the body by following up on different reflexes. And we ask the question of, of what is, what is the body struggling with so that it can no longer be in a state of healing and repairing itself well? So we look for what we call the barriers to healing, and those can be food sensitivities and reactions, immune system challenges, toxicity exposures in the form of chemical exposures and heavy metal exposures, and, and interference being caused by scarring, yeah, by scars in general. And from the first appointment with me, I start asking the body these types of questions. And so hand in hand with dietary changes, we're able to identify some of the initial reasons the body is struggling. And just to give you some examples, like so many people come in with their nervous system shut down, like un the body unable to repair itself, say, because they're consuming too much sugar, um, or they've been dealing with a heavy metal exposure or a pesticide exposure. And so I find that by removing those barriers, that's one way that we really start to get to the core of why someone is so tired and so overwhelmed. Okay. And then we're able to also identify what organ systems are really sad, really, really worn out. Okay. So I gave you that example of the adrenal glands, right? So that's a very common one that shows up when people have just been burning the candle at both ends mm. and not having enough, not, yeah, not enough time to recover, eating too many sugars, just really stressed system. 
And so by nourishing the adrenal glands, the adrenal glands love minerals. So if we nourish them with the right minerals, they use a lot of B vitamins. So if we target those things, people really start to feel better. Right. Yeah, but if they don't, then it's, it's further exploration into, into these barriers to healing. They think they're drinking good water, but they're actually not. And their water has a lot of industrial chemicals in it. Do they think they're eating like the way that's right for them, but it's actually still too high carb? Yeah. Or are there some other nutrient deficiency or, or are they dealing with a, a digestive imbalance? Say maybe they have an overgrowth of candida or they're dealing with a parasitic imbalance and they're not absorbing the nutrients from their food properly. We really, we troubleshoot all of these, these types of things to, to figure out why, why they're struggling or continuing to struggle. Okay. Wow. It sounds like there's a lot of different factors involved that you can address that all will help a person with their ability to handle fatigue or handle stress basically. Yep. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because when, when the nervous system is stuck, right. Our I don't want to get too technical here, but we have some different parts of our nervous systems. And one part is our fight or flight, right? Our, our get up and go, right? And the other part is referred to as like a rest and repair, right? And our body is meant to move fluidly through these, through all sorts of different functions all throughout the day. Sure. But we can get stuck. And, and when I barrier to healing, I mean that people can have something, something that they think is totally unrelated. I'm trying to just think of a quick example. Toxins are just such a, a big one. They've been using a fragrance shampoo for the past 20 years, and they just didn't think at all that that would be an issue, but that's actually caused their nervous system to be blocked. They're like contributing to them being stuck in fight or flight. Their ability to handle stress is just going to be less and less and and then as systems get more and more worn down, they're going to be more and more fatigued. Okay. And, and so it can, yeah, we have this saying that anything causes anything. And so we really work to, to rebuild those connections of understanding what has caused what, so that we can get to the root of it and really stop dealing with the issue. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Of course, of course, anything can cause anything. So you got to it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So let's say you've found somebody to follow your example, who has the shampoo that's toxic to them and then they eliminate it and they're, they're eating better. You've, you've guided them on that. What type of other supplementation or actions do you recommend to now detox the body? So they do do are able to handle stress again. Yeah. I really love working with a category of supplementation that are called bioactive carbon technology that is a, a really effective way of binding toxicity exposures. And it works especially well for glyphosate, for environmental chemicals and toxins. They're very selective binders. So it means that they just bind up what, what they're meant to bind up and not minerals from your food or your food or other supplements or things like that. And so I find that that's something that I have in, I've been doing this work of nutrition response testing on my own personal body for about 12 years now. And clinically, I don't know, for at least 10, I think. So I've lost track. <laughs> but, and the rise in the amount of work on detoxification that I've needed to do has just risen dramatically over the past 10 years. Wow. Um, and, and I have found now that where I used to do a lot more work with B vitamins or certain minerals or certain nutritional deficiencies and, and building the body back up and just giving it more and more good nutrition and it would overcome the toxicity barriers. Now the toxicity barriers are so big 
that we actually have to deliberately go after them. We have to do these certain types of binders to to remove remove the, that barrier so that the body can actually utilize the nutrition and repair. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. We're living in a more and more toxic world, so to speak. Yeah, we really yeah. are. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Got it. And then one thing I wanted to ask you about, I've heard you mentioned before from working with you and whatnot, is the idea of the mitochondrial health of the body and how that affects its ability to detox, handle free energy so you're not fatigued and all this. So how does that fit into what we've been going over here? Yeah, so the, so the mitochondria in very simplistic terms are the powerhouses of our cells, right? So they help our cells to create ATP, which is basically what our bodies use for energy, right? So we're talking all about low energy, people feeling very, very tired. So often that is because the mitochondria are damaged or weakened or blocked in some way so that they are not actually creating the amount of energy that you need. And so you can think of that just as, well, energy to get up and do what you need to do, but also energy for your heart to be working or your muscles to be working right. Because it's we're talking about every every cell of the body. And, and there are very key nutrients that are needed for the mitochondria and then for what's called our Krebs cycle, our, our production of energy cycle in the body. It's a very mineral needy process, particularly magnesium. Okay. And magnesium is, is one of these nutrients that just gets depleted really easily, especially when there's high stress hormones. So as you can see, it starts to just create these, um, these downward spirals, right? So the, the person, the person's not absorbing and utilizing magnesium properly because of high stress hormones, also probably not consuming enough of it. Like right. our, our foods are so much more depleted in minerals than they used to be just because our soil is so much more depleted in minerals. And then, and then people have aversion to some of the more mineral rich vegetables, green, green vegetables. Sure. And, and then, then, so then the mitochondria and the cells aren't getting enough magnesium. That cycle is not working properly and energy really further starts to tank. But mitochondria are also very much impacted by these toxicities that I was referencing. Yeah, there can be, can be multiple forms of interference, whether it could be like a mold exposure, again, yeah, parasitic or other immune imbalances, mm. these chemical and heavy metal toxins, they all can create mitochondrial stress as well. So then people can be really fatigued at a very, very depleted deep level. And it can take, take time. Right. Gain that back. Understood. Okay. Yeah. I know that in working with people and doing the ketogenic diet, there's often an ability for the person to gain a lot of energy, but then they hit a plateau and they need to detox. And it, it sounds like it's another example of anything can cause anything type of yeah, yeah you have to figure out you have to figure out what that that block is and yeah particularly yeah with the keto diet and you're shifting how your burnt the body's utilizing what it's utilizing for fuel right and often breaking down fat and, and burning down fat and the body stores a lot of these toxins in fat cells too so you start getting into what people have been exposed to over the course of their life um and why they maybe haven't been losing weight before or things like that. And it can really, it can really shut things down if you're not able to identify what's, what's blocking it all. Okay, great. That all makes a lot of sense. One other thing I wanted to ask you about, cause I've heard it used around the nutritional wellness center world 
And that is something called salt shots and how that can be used to help with stress and handling stress. I'm so glad you asked about salt shots. It's one of my favorite things to talk about. Yeah. Uh, and I, um, when I, when you were asking me like, well, what's one of the first things you do? And I was talking about protein and fat for breakfast. I was like, well, number two is salt shots. I can't forget <laughs> to talk about salt shots. So thanks for, for bringing that up. So it ties into the whole, the mineral piece, right? And how do we get more, more sources of minerals? And one of the, of the excellent additional sources is a mineralized salt. And I personally love, and thus we carry it in the office, is a brand called Redmond's Real Salt. And it's from an ancient salt bed in Utah. And so I like that because it doesn't have all the microplastics that a lot of sea salts have in them. Mm. And just being such an old salt coming from so, so deep in the earth, it also doesn't have a lot of the toxins that can be harvested with salts as well. Yeah. And then it's made in the U.S. So great supporting, yeah. supporting mm -hmm. in that way. And so it's, it's a salt that when you look at it, you see it's all speckly and it's got quite a bit of like a little red specks and things like that. And that is the, all the trace minerals that are in there. It has over 80 trace minerals in there and things that you're just not going to encounter or yeah. And that are all essential, essential for the body for life. And as we were just talking about the production of energy. Nice. So long story short, salt shots. <laughs> extra salt so you can you can be like me and like my kids I've taught my kids to do salt shots so the six-year-old will come up and she'll just grab the salt shaker and she just pours it into her she does a couple shakes into her hand and just licks it off and oh wow. like, All right, okay. I, had my, I had my salt shot I'm like great some people don't don't like that and so I just encourage them to mix it in a small amount of water a couple ounces of water you dilute dilute the salt in there and it's not a ton you know what I mean you can do it to taste, but if you're talking about shaking it into your hand, it's not more than an eighth of a teaspoon. It's really a, like a pinch. Okay. But people, people love them. Clients really, it's one of the fastest things that I get feedback that people are like, wow, that really works. Because I, I encourage them to do it particularly at the three o'clock slump when they're wanting to reach for caffeine or they're wanting mm -hmm. to reach for sugar. And I'm like, Hey, just do a salt shot. And they, they perk up mentally. It, they don't, it addresses the cravings. So it's a, it's a very cool tool. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. I know from using them for years as well, that they are pretty amazing. And I like to add in a little apple cider vinegar to the shot. And also, yeah, it gives even more pep. <laughs> it does. Yeah. 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 Awesome. I love that. Okay, great. I just wanted to ask you if you had one thing other than the tools we've gone over so far. But if you were to look at someone who's under stress, they're feeling fatigued, it's individualized. But is there a thing that is usually underlying for most people, these symptoms, stress and fatigue, that they could do or take away from this that would help them probably on an immediate basis? Not to keep saying the same point, but I do feel that because it is so individualized, the, the barriers to why each body is struggling is unique right? To anybody who can find a nutrition response testing practitioner in their area and get customized help. That I think is, is going to cover the most broad support. Thanks, but, if, but if you think of some themes that I generally see, so of course, starting more minerals in your diet, right? Is, mm -hmm. is very broad based for most people. And then and most folks not eating enough B vitamins. They're not consuming Either, they're either using really poor quality ones and supplementing synthetically, right? And the, thus they're, they're consuming coal tar that's been turned into a B vitamin. 
Right. It's not usually it's not usually the right proportions. It's not usually the whole complex, and thus they're actually creating further deficiencies and further imbalances. We'll see how popular this makes me, but really people should be eating liver because liver is one of the, <laughs> the, the best food sources of bees, right? You get bees and eggs as well. They're in legumes. They're, they're in a lot of different foods, but in terms of highest concentration, it's in liver. And I say, give it a try. It's, it's not bad, especially if you can grind it into, already grind it into burger meat, or you can eat it in pate form, or you can cut it up really small, cook it in with a stew or where you have other things where it gets more hidden. Or if that all just sounds totally revolting, then you can take a whole food B complex, or you could take a desiccated liver supplement, right? Where the liver has been dried and powdered and, and put into film, into pill form. Nice, nice. Yeah, I've heard the liver story before, you know, it's the original superfood. It is, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to say that, and I think you've tried this as well. There's a brand out there that creates an organic liver pate, three little pigs. Love um, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's now available in Wegmans and our local health food store here in Ithaca, Green Star, of course. So it's probably going to be out there more and more, but I think it's one of the best, other than making it your own at home, one yeah. of the best options out there for, for eating liver. And it, it's very tasty. It's individual, but I like it. So I love it. It's, it's a part of my breakfast almost every morning. So uh, just letting go of all those original breakfast ideas and, and doing something more savory or more dinner for breakfast. But yeah, I do a little, a little bit of it to just make sure I'm having a little bit of liver every day. Yeah. Okay, great. Yep. Okay. It looks like for handling stress and fatigue, obviously, number one, get with someone who's a qualified practitioner, nutrition response testing practitioner, who can actually find the thing that is underlying what's going on for you personally. However, if you are not able to do that, or it's not in your lifestyle right now, then definitely having foods rich in B vitamins. So liver, which also has a lot of other vitamins in it as well, doing salt shots, supplementing with other B vitamins. These are all valid approaches as well. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Yeah. And, and the, the magnesium piece being part of that as it just, right. if we're talking about an additional supplementation or an additional oh, to be aware of that deficiency, it's a very common deficiency. People often have struggle with their sleep quality. Do they struggle with leg cramps? They are feeling fatigued, and and that that is just one specific mineral that's that's very common. And you get magnesium mostly from leafy greens. Nice, nice. You more of those, yeah. So add in your dark leafy greens. Get your magnesium yeah. and other other yeah. minerals. Okay, great. This all taken into account and that you've experienced working with a lot of different people. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention in regards to stress and fatigue that you think would be valuable to people right now? Or did we cover most of the important points? I think we, we covered a lot for sure. And yeah, I, I just, I want to emphasize yet again, just yeah, the importance of the first thing you eat in the morning, whenever you are first eating to have it be protein and fat and not to have it be a carb, a carbohydrate, particularly a refined grain based carbohydrate, like most breakfast foods, bagels, cereals, breads, granolas, all those, all those things. I just find that step in itself can be huge. It can be huge for people. 
Nice. Um, yes, Wheaties is definitely not the breakfast of champions, contrary to popular media. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and then to bring it in something, I'm I'm a nutritionist, like that's my focus, and that's the main place that I can give advice. But I just do see um, that folks, especially the folks caught in the like really go 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 mentality, that's contributing to so much of their stress. Mm-hmm. That 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 breaking out of those patterns is incredibly important part of their healing and repair. So if that means figuring out a way to get outside and take a walk or see a friend or laugh at a funny movie or just get a massage or do restorative yoga where you're really breathing deeply and bringing just so much oxygen into your cells. Like it's again, individualized because people are are gravitate towards different tools, but I, I have really found that, yeah, all these things I just spoke to you about from a nutrition perspective do make a huge difference. Um, but people have to create, create the space to allow their bodies to slow down and um, get well. Yeah, no, I love that. I think that is so important. It's such a, a big part of the holistic approach is not just getting so focused on what's going on with the body that you forget about or don't pay enough attention to the rest of life and all it has to offer and how just engaging in it, like you're saying, a, a movie that makes you laugh or doing yoga just for yourself or with a partner or, or your kids even. It's all, it's it's just really helpful as well. And it will only contribute to that uh, journey towards less stress and fatigue, of course, right? Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I really want to thank you for being with us today. My um, absolute pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun. Yeah, your, your information is just very valuable and everything that you said makes a lot of sense. Thank you for listening to this podcast episode. As a biohacker and health coach, I am always interested in helping others improve their lives. This is my passion. This is what I do. I help others. So I'd like to extend this offer to you. Send me any question about your health or your life and I will send you back a sincere answer with an actionable strategy that you can apply. Check me out on Instagram at Longevity Fitness and Health and DM me. I've enjoyed bringing you this podcast episode today. Thanks and have a great day.